0: following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene.
1: Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, bulimia, obesity, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist, because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood. Shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora. I don't know if you're the baddest bear in the cage right now. You're like miserable.
2: Yeah, it's fight day for me. So just a few short hours away from now, another grown human being who's actually substantially larger than me for the (laughs) second time in a row. (laughs) is going to attempt to punch me in the face. The only difference is this guy is much more prefer, he much prefers to go to the ground. So I might be on my back a little bit, but nonetheless, I always become a little bit of a miserable wreck before my fights. And then I finally turn it up about the last few seconds before the fight starts.
1: I thought you had to be blonde to end up on your back.
2: Thanks. <laughs> is that a, that's a disservice to you.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's a joke. What do a blonde and a turtle have in the com- uh,
2: uh When they're on their backs, they're fucked.
1: I heard a much cleaner version than that, but yeah. No, that's, that's the that's...
2: general idea. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go with that you one, did, because, on because we make donations when...
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I was just going with your dirty joke. Do you want to say that or do I? No. Um, guys, please remember, every time we use bad language on the show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear, because we care. Fuck yeah. It's a Sean Patrick Flanerty rule, and the reason we have it is he said the F word 73 times in 30 minutes that when we, we were at Comic Con. Like,
2: we had to find something, we had and find we a way do to do make it, it <laughs> positive.
1: <laughs> (laughs) It's because we keep having entertainment people on and God, they have dirty mouths. That's true. And ironically, your fighter friends are way cleaner than my Hollywood people.
2: Yeah, once you spend a lot of time getting punched in the face, there's no reason to overtly act in any way, shape or form.
1: Like you just don't have to act tough?
2: Yeah, you don't have to. Most of us don't have to act tough. It was was funny because one of the guys showed up to fight one of my teammates today and he came in substantially overweight and he started talking a lot of crap in front of like the audience and on the step and repeat. And the only response my teammate had to give and it was the best one. They like, how are you going to talk crap, but come in overweight. How are you going to try and make fun of me and get in my head? But you couldn't even make the weight to the fight. And now that, that shut him up right there. So most of us don't need to talk.
1: Well, most of us means he thinks John's probably going to smash the shit out of him. So he- he's trying to he's get in he his, down head down. Bit, his head a little bit. Maybe.
2: Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. We'll see how it goes tonight because he's the main event, actually.
1: I like that. Yeah. And then your other buddy that's here, one of who's cornering John, just fought for Bellator.
2: Yeah. uh, Jazzy Jefferson Creighton took on uh, Joey Davis, I think, for uh, his first Bellator fight and won. Won by decision. Did a fantastic performance.
1: I think it's good. I like Jeff.
2: I love that whenever we're on, we get more into MMA topics now. I've changed. That's because you have
1: to. I know. Well, when Paul was on here, we talked more about comedy and film. That's fair. I just, I kind of have to talk about what my co-host talks about. That's
2: reasonable. All of it's Hollywood. All of it's entertainment.
1: It's true. It's all the same thing. Now, we have a whole bunch going on. Speaking of Hollywood, the internet side of Hollywood has lost its collective mind over Illuminati.
2: Yeah. You know, it's funny. We hardly think about the internet. I think a lot of older hits don't think about the internet much as celebrities or Hollywood. But when you think about it, how many stars do we have now? How many of today's uh, mainstream stars that we see as A-listers or the top celebrities actually started on the internet?
1: Oh, there's Jake Paul who we're trying to get Sam Alvey to go fight.
2: Jake Paul, Logan Paul, of course, the brother, even Justin Bieber is an internet celebrity before anything else happened. A lot of these people who came up nowadays are coming from the World Wide Web.
1: It's very, very true. I think I think my favorite though, coming from the internet is the crossover. When you get into the people that are like really good music artists or really good comedians, the ones that came from Vine, like Bo, uh, Bo, what's his face? I
2: can't remember. Bo Bo. That, but I think I know yeah, who you're talking yeah, yeah. about. He, he
1: came from Vine. Yeah. And then got really, really big. And now he's like a mainstream actor. I freaking love him.
2: It's it's clever of them to really do that. But also it's clever of the former, of the, like the original kind of Hollywood people, the A-listers, started moving to social media as well. And that's we've seen that happen over the last... A half decade, most of a decade. So since about 2015, they've really been making that kind of transition.
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting for Henry Cavill to get on Pornhub.
2: That's it, not the kind of internet transition I was thinking of. I don't okay, think he's going to do that. Fans? I don't think he's going to do that either.
1: I'm really bothered by that.
2: Well, let's, let's talk about what else we're bothered by in the Illuminati story, actually. <laughs>
1: Illuminati? Yeah. So, okay. So for those that don't know, the Illuminati thing is kind of a flaming mess. So Illuminati is this chick that does um, essay style content on YouTube. And she mostly talks about MLMs, things like that she did this side channel with a bunch of reddit reading dudes mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't know anything about the internet i get it i'm speaking gibberish just just wait like three minutes and we'll be past this anyway so she does it she does it with these guys one of them is the click who i follow which is how i heard about this in the first place Friggin' love the click yeah another one by the way that i do think should have an only fans i'm just saying <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> okay it's do you know it's sad but if i say this it's like funny it's a joke yeah but if you said this about female content creators you'd be so screwed
2: yeah we i, I completely understand the double standard here and that's okay because i'm <laughs> okay. not talking about it. you are
1: <laughs> but yeah so the click so the click and wonder who i think is absolutely adorable i wanted to like i'm stuck on wonder i want to i want to give him a job um really? just listening to what happened well, with if you're him. listening
2: in wonder you have a job I'll opportunity offer you a
1: job um I, i'll Snuggy bear will have you do his uh snuggie bear that's the official term for for bear <laughs> it's like anyone that didn't know we were dating is now like, are those two sleeping together? Like, yeah. is that a thing? It
2: was not hard to tell.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll have him edit your content or something. I just I will give him a job.
2: I think the biggest issue with the taking with the Illuminati thing, which which uh is most likely because of the way she came out came out and attacked these people almost unprovoked i felt i think she kind of went out and made this whole long video essay on youtube about these people she used to work with the click uh wonder and a, f- a handful of others osmedia Oz Oz Media, and called them out uh on what she would consider to be ridiculous behavior or abusive behavior or bad practices and try to run them through the mud it would appears to be just for attention just for content purposes
1: kind of and then she accused click of saying the word retard um <laughs> And said that he was saying it, I, I guess, in gameplay or something
2: in a what in is what is in a harmful manner in and in a, in a place where it was coming from. I think not say it at
1: all. So pretend never, I didn't.
2: OK, fair enough. You should never be saying that. But I think at the point she came after all these people. And again, she
1: came after them because they didn't. So she is the equivalent mm-hmm. of like she's coming. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Like she, she literally, she's the kid that dumps the game and takes it home with her. Oh, she's okay. like that spoiled kid. She put together this thing, mm-hmm. grabbed control of it, got pissed off when Sadmilk. That
2: everyone, that everyone that's did. what it is. So the side channel, the side program, they all ran that's together. So was called to Screw the Click. Was called Sad Milk, and people started to leave this channel. They stopped posting for it, and she became very salty. That all of her people who were working with her, are after her, no she's longer. Being a dick no longer wanted to be a part of this program with her. And their biggest complaint is she was an awful person to work with or work under. And uh, since they all left, she's now claiming the exact same thing, but about them, that they've all been the awful people to work with. They've been the terrible co-hosts or the terrible employees. And so now she came out and made this big video about them, which blew up, got lots of views, and now has their respective videos, their responses to this, also blowing up across the internet. It's the latest YouTube scandal, if you will.
1: After she, like, shit all over Wonder. I think it's fantastic that Wanda's going to get the views out of this. Yes, like the best thing she could have done for Wanda's career is subtweet and make a bunch of drama and threaten,
0: and then exactly the best what they thing, did. yeah,
1: and then click, who has a huge following, um, talking about it means that Wanda coming out is going to get uh, people redirected from Click and Illuminati.
2: Yes. And what I think it's gonna happen at the end of the day is she's either gonna to have to come out and own what she said, or she's gonna completely ignore it and just continue making videos, her normal videos. Yeah,
1: there are better ways for her to spin. Right now she's at the ignore thing. Yeah. But what she needs to do, so there are a couple of things. If if everyone in the world has problems with you, you're the problem. Just yeah, of, course. Up. of course. But if I was if I was Illuminati spin doctor, I this would not be a hard fix.
2: What would you do if you were her? Okay. If you were her person charged so, for media, how I'm would you I'm fix cracking how would you fix how she's done this?
1: so the first thing i do is reach out to them privately and apologize and say this wasn't it from my perspective second i would find out whatever mental illness she has or could have mm-hmm. uh and claim that
2: you you claim mental illness I'm
1: claiming mental illness okay I see it from that perspective um you know th- this this is a recollections may vary situation it's like when you sexually assault someone in hollywood i need y'all to go with a ride on a ride with me through this because This is gonna sound terrible, but it's very true. So when you sexually assault someone in Hollywood, the first thing you do is send your lawyer out to make a statement, no shade to Jake Paul here, um, to say, it's awful that this woman is making these false claims because real victims will not be believed. Well, yeah, dude, that's, that's the first and quickest way to discredit someone in a real situation. In a situation where you've done something that sounds crazy, the best thing you can do is own crazy.
2: Just own that you have um, something crazy. wrong with you. Well, you know, wrong
1: with me. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I'm really sorry. I'm doing this, 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 and this to correct it. I'm going to give money to this organization. Uh, and I want to publicly apologize. I thought I was helping Wanda. I did not realize I was hurting him and go from that direction. Now, all of that being said, I hope she doesn't do that because I want to cuddle Wanda. <laughs> and I want to cuddle the click too, but and, it and doesn't I- have anything to do with, with, with what happened.
2: This is just a segue of you telling me how she <laughs> want to, che- uh, to cheat on me with some internet dude from Sweden.
1: I'm kidding. You're cuter than the click,
2: mostly. Thank you. But no, I definitely think that she needs to somehow, somehow she's going to pull herself out of this. She's either going to ignore it or she's going to go around and try to apologize and make amends. Um, either way, she's going to take a hit. Either way, she's going to lose followers. She's already lose. lost
1: 30,000 followers.
2: Yeah, I could see it. That said, I would have expected a lot more. It means a lot of people are still, still believe in her and still believe her story.
1: A lot of people haven't heard it. So the people that watch Illuminati, when you look at the age bracket, there are a lot of older people that watch Illuminati. So it's not necessarily people that are into the internet drama, mm. but this is now going to bleed over. You know, I.O. is going to cover it. Oh, for and sure. And so once I.O. covers it, it usually bleeds into um, a lot of the Hollywood max.
2: Thank God BuzzFeed's not going to do anything on it. No, BuzzFeed's they're... too old. BuzzFeed's got to go. Yeah.
1: That was BuzzFeed. No, no, no. They, they they put good stories out about you. You love BuzzFeed.
2: What? Yes. Yeah, sh- oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, just... I like that part of BuzzFeed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the part that puts out BuzzFeed, he loves you because you put out good stories about him.
2: Yeah. As long <laughs> as.
1: <laughs> Shh, don't say that part. <laughs> um, but I think like with IO putting this out in a couple of the uh, internet chat places. Mm-hmm. I think that'll do it. And I think Perez Hilton talks about this some too. Really? But while it's bleeding over into like mainstream Hollywood, that's how you know, as we were talking earlier about the different kinds of Hollywood, that's how you know the the, the internet sphere is now crossing over with the Hollywood sphere, is the existence of I.O.
2: I would never have guessed that uh, Perez Hilton would be paying attention to this in any way whatsoever, because who cares? And I guess on their perspective, right?
1: It blew up. It's drama. We need drama.
2: And yeah, drama fills the entertainment world. So long as there's something fun to watch and people bickering, you're going to watch it.
1: Exactly. And right now what it is, is it's a big drama between all of these people. So this isn't even a small drama. It's a big drama.
2: Yeah. No, because there's several. I think they had at least six or seven people in this group, in this uh, sad milk thing they all did together as a side project. Then they have their mm-hmm. editors like mm-hmm. Wonder and whatnot. And so it all you got so many different perspectives on it, too, which could also be part of a reason why she's those people on her side. Because there's always, when when there's a situation, there's always one person's truth, the other person's the truth, and then the actual truth. Well, now in this case, we have seven different people's truths.
1: Yeah, but everyone seems to lean in the same direction except for her. Like when you have a bunch of people who also don't get along with each other and haven't spoken, Mm -hmm. all telling the same story.
2: There's actually a few people out there who are bigger streamers that are uh, talking about how they support her and why these stories may not exactly add up. I remember we were watching some guy on yeah, live was, stream. For yeah, hours. that was
1: just before the click put out his. Well, and then before he put out his...
2: the Oh, OK. So, so maybe not. Maybe case. she has less support than I thought she did. Yeah, OK. Once
1: the click jumped on it. And I'm just going to say I'm behind the click all the way.
2: Yeah. All he, the way. You,
1: you watch him, too. Um, we are going to go to break in just a couple of minutes. But I do want to give a shout out to a couple of sponsors. KM Extends. Thank you for making me red carpet ready. You always make me look sexy with my hair. Is that is that a phrase?
2: Is that a phrase? Is
1: that a phrase? Uh, I want to give a shout out to them. I want to give a shout out to Tiny Bubbles in Palm Springs. You get me red carpet ready. I, I love doing that where I'm just like, thank you for making me look gorgeous. Uh, and These then the
2: best sponsors.
1: Yep. And Sandia's Boutique for my sari. I freaking love that.
2: That was a beautiful sari. And then on my end, I want to thank uh, at scrap at the scrap soldier on Instagram, guys, if you want anything fight attire related, go to his uh, profile, go to the website in his bio and pick yourself up some awesome shirts or shorts as far as fighting is concerned and martial arts is concerned, as well as fresh Coachella on Instagram for making me look fight ready with my awesome haircuts and styles.
1: Okay. all of that being said, one of the things we're supposed to talk about again is Ezra Miller. What,
2: the the flash rapist yeah,
1: yeah the flash rapist.
2: the flash rapist by but the way
1: what catches me on that is i'm like okay so they ditched henry cavill as superman he had come back the, he, Was yes. gonna do it at the end of black adam and then um they're now like ditching so they're ditching the perfect superman but they're yep. keeping rape face
2: they are they also ditched um who who was the uh crimes of grindelwald fella uh johnny depp
1: johnny Depp. it was
2: johnny depp, johnny De- was johnny depp. Yeah. yes they ditched him as well
1: i actually didn't even mind that flag.
2: You didn't mind fleck? I
1: didn't mind Batfleck? Bat I didn't mind Batfleck. The only one, like, the only person I'm like, you know, you should replace him is... Is, is, is... the
2: guy, the cult leader? The yeah, The guy trying to now. start a cult with 12-year-old Indian girls? Yeah. Yeah, just a terrible human being.
1: He's he's a dangerous human being.
2: But we're still talking about him. He's still keeping relevancy, but, you know, they're putting him in that new Flash movie. It already came out, didn't it? Yeah. The new Flash movie's already out. I wonder how well it did. No, no,
1: no, no, it's coming out. Oh, it's completely. coming
2: out. I wonder how well it's going to do opening weekend. I can't imagine... Yeah, no, no. I would hope it does all
1: I, I think we do giveaways every week like off-road rentals gives away free rides and stuff
2: we're not giving away tickets to the flash movie no we're, we're not
1: I'll so I'll give away rides for people that don't go see the flash movie excellent that's what we'll do um if you guys by the way we are going to be on with Jesse on fire this week uh today actually I love how I'm like this week I've, this I, week this is a today this ride. show right today right now we're live um we're gonna be on with Jesse on fire after this I'm gonna let Jesse choose a question for this week.
2: Okay. Okay. As far as what our giveaway is, that's perfect.
1: Okay. So, guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with Jesse on fire. I want to do a quick shout-out, of course, to our sponsors. We already did that, and thank you to my co-host. I haven't slept if y'all can't tell. Bear Fiora, I'm Summer Helene. This is behind the scenes. We'll be right. Did you put your phone on during the show?
2: I did. As my my coach, though. So great. But that's my coach. It could be important. So (laughs) I'll have my manager take it.
1: right so he can talk to his coach. Be right back.
0: Streaming live.
3: Here on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to BTS at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes.
1: G'day, g'day guys. Welcome back to behind the scenes. I'm your host, SummerHelene. We are on with my co-host, Bear Fiora, and our and a very, very special guest, a friend of the show. You guys wanted him back like a bazillion times. He agreed to come back. So we'll ask him some of the questions you guys sent in from last time. And of course, we always take live questions on Twitter. Jesse on fire. G'day, Jesse. Welcome to the show.
3: How are you guys? I have no prep. I have no idea what they're going to ask me, and I'm excited to answer them.
1: <laughs> well, it's, we're good, actually. Uh, Bear has a fight in, like, an hour. <laughs> so, so we're doing this show and, like, running downstairs. We're up in the hotel right now.
2: It's yep. Oh, is he so, fighting in Bellator tonight? No, 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 no. I'm fighting in uh, what's called Epic Fighting you in had Southern had California. A, he had
1: to take a last nice, minute fight. Dude. Some dude dropped out. So yesterday he went from, like, 180 pounds or 190 pounds to, to, like, he had to eat a cake to make weight yeah. to try and get up because they needed him at 200. Oh, so he's wait, fighting. What are you, he usually fights what are you 170. Fighting
2: at 170. No, I fight at 170 to 185. But this guy, apparently he was going for a 205 fight and his opponent dropped out and then they couldn't find anyone who wanted to fight him because he's like this really big up and coming prospect, like high level jujitsu guy. One He's 1-0 right now. But they wanted someone to step in, see. anyone at this point. In, like, and I'm so sure. they reached out to Joe, my coach, Stevenson, and said, uh, well, I got a guy for you and threw me in there. and so Joe Daddy Stevenson. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's my true. coach. That's and so we nice, were preparing for an 85-pound, a 185 fight, and You're he not- accepted it. And now we're at 200 pounds here in Southern California.
1: So and and canceled- how much do you
2: weigh right this second? Oh, probably 201, you 202 did not- maybe. Bullshit.
1: You didn't even make nice. 200 this probably
2: is close enough. <laughs> That
3: guy's probably gonna be 215 plus by the time we get to the fight tonight. For sure, dude. I and I'm not I'm not a big proponent of like eating to get to the weight on the night of the fight. It's like, you know, like just take the speed, you know, yeah, take
2: the yeah, extra take, speed. It
1: was to make Absolutely. the weigh-ins because he didn't yeah. weigh enough. It wouldn't, it wouldn't no, yeah, totally. fight if
2: I didn't put the weight on basically. Yeah. So I oh, had to do what yet. I can the last yeah. two days. Yeah, yeah. But how you how have you been? Excellent, dude. Excellent. You We excellent, have. excellent. Just being at this fight and talking to different people about our show and whatnot, a lot of people oh God, recognize you. you. A lot of people know you. and Watch your stuff. All these at which know one? You.
3: Which which fight? All
2: and this fighters. is where the, the event we're at right now is epic fighting in Southern California. They particularly out of San Diego, but a lot of guys from the Temecula region, San Diego, uh, Victorville, they've all watched your content, man.
3: Oh yeah, 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 dude. The, the channel's gotten really big, dude. It's like uh, I have I've now had to basically accept that uh, anybody that I talk about on the channel, I just have to assume they're going to see it, no matter who they yeah. are. It's like, oh, oh I
1: yeah. mean, maybe yeah. not
3: Connor necessarily.
1: I'll but, bet you he watches. You'll fight or any other, f- any
3: other know. fighter or <laughs> any other team. It's like, if I talk about them, I just have to assume they're going to see it because 90% of the time they do. So it's like, you know, you just have to be like, a, I mean, if you care about, uh, I don't know, networking, you got to be at least a little bit more cautious than I was, you know, two years ago. Did you I have still a... tell Josh Fabio to go fuck himself, though. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree.
1: Like, but 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 with the other guys, like that's where you're like you got to say allegedly John Jones used steroids. That's like where yeah. it goes. It goes from you know he's on his on roids to uh, allegedly I've heard. So so you yeah. got to clean that up a little bit. Yeah,
3: it's like I feel <laughs> like I would say like something like I feel like John Jones, as soon as he retires, will admit he was doing juice some of the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest thing about getting so big and knowing all of these fighters are watching you?
3: uh nothing it's the best thing ever there's nothing (laughs) hard about
1: it not a single
3: thing is hard are you worried about their responses to it all do you ever had you have a bad running with anyone because they did not like what you said no only i mean dude i i generally i respect anybody who gets in the cage so much that i generally don't say things that are going to get me in trouble barely ever you know unless the guy really earned it and in that case unless they're like a complete fucking retard, they know they earned it anyway. You know, like they had to have done something really fucked up. I mean, the only I've only said one thing ever where in hindsight, I was like, shit, man, I don't know if that, maybe I could have kept that one in the holster just because I won't even say who it was, but there's a guy who I saw, you know, I saw him fight in person. And then I saw him at the, at the uh, fighter hotel afterwards. And I just got like a read on him. And I said on the channel, I was like, look, I don't know how to put this. It's like, This guy's dangerous in ways that are like, not just like, you know, all these guys are dangerous. This guy's like legit dangerous to where if my daughter brought him home was like, daddy, this is my new boyfriend. I would be like concerned that like her likelihood of being murdered by someone just increased 500 fold. And I was like, "Damn!" And then, and and that is my read on the guy. And then I thought about it. I was like, "Fuck!" If he sees that, he might want to murder me. Actually, I just said, I just said yeah. he's likely to kill his girl. Like that doesn't seem like something he's going to take very well. I, now your life's in danger, five hundred percent.
2: Yeah.
1: I love that you have like you got because you're a good judge of character. You're you're a very astute man, and so you've got this really good read on this guy. And you're like he's freaking dangerous. You say it on he your big ass channel, and then you're like. Son of a bitch. I just called yeah. him out in public. Oh, I called out this guy as dangerous. And now, you know, this guy's looking at you like, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he saw it necessarily, but that guy is dangerous for sure. Like, that's that's one of those reads where I'm like, I'm not wrong about this. And like, not like a not like a calculated dangerous, you know? Like, I mean, certainly he's a Unstable. UFC fighter. Very aware that he's But I'm saying like a guy capable of like, oopsie, I snapped and there's someone dead. And I just realized, like, oh, fuck, I killed that person. Like, I guess I need to
1: see now. Now I'm curious. Yeah. I'm like, can you text me after the show who offline. this is? Like, yeah, offline online, for sure. Offline for sure. Text just me. Just like, know who to avoid. Exactly. Exactly. For anyone asking, the guy that he thinks is dangerous is Jeff. What's your teammate's name? No, don't tell him. <laughs> Jeff.
3: No, <laughs>
1: Jeff Creighton. It's Joshua he did-
3: Fabia. He's Joshua so Fabia. scary. Like He's five foot one, <laughs> five foot one of just utter international terror. He's, capable he's of killing your, capable of killing your daughter with one fail. Scoop. I
1: like that. I I love, I'm trying to like redirect traffic. I'm like, I'm trying to send him over to your mate, Jeff. I'm like, go I don't <laughs> think Jeff's going to murder. He's no, Jeff's
3: going
2: to murder.
1: Okay, fine. Well, I agree. With, it's I agree definitely with not going Jeff. With Josh. Thank you. We're going with Joshua Fabio. It's him.
2: He's, he's so king scary. of the micropenises. Yes. Yeah. is. With the increased sizing channel, have you noticed any opportunities come up that have gone beyond just what you normally do on YouTube? I know that companies tend to ask a lot of big... Uh, YouTubers or creators to come out and like maybe support their shows or support their events or sponsorship. Is that has anything big come your way due to your
3: channel? Yeah, dude, I'm uh, I'm helping manage like, uh, you know, the Dairo brothers who uh, were involved in the Jussie Smollett hoax, the Nigerian brothers. Yeah. yeah. Yes were you aware that uh those guys are like super high level boxers one of them's a wbc uh continental uh african champion he's like he's he was on team usa he's got like all knockouts he's a he's a beast dude he's
2: a beast awesome no
3: never knew that yeah so uh we're uh we're helping manage him and like we're we're trying to get him fights with uh we're trying to get him on, like I mean, we could get him a fight in a heart, but we're trying to get him on with uh, Misfits or MVP because he's such a such a good brand fit for those guys, for Jake Paul or Logan Paul's outfit or uh, um, KSI, just because it's like, thus far, no one has connected these two. We just we just had a meeting about it today. It's like there's 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 Bola the the boxer, you know, from Team USA, who's now professional, who's undefeated, and is starching everybody. And then there's this guy who was part of like this, the, one of the most well known international stories of all time. He just went to the internet, like him and his brother, uh, Olin Bullitt, they just went to the White House correspondence dinner uh, weekend before last. So they've got like that going on. And when they're booking these fights, like people are booking them like they're any other kind of, you know, six and 0 prospect. And it's like, yeah. okay, so that's our goal. We need to put those two things together and then uh, get him a visible fight. He'll, he's going to put some, I shouldn't actually be talking about it too much because. I don't want everybody to see him coming. I think I want them to think he's the hoax guy right before he puts their jaw in the fourth round. He's row.
1: he's a terrible fighter. You should give him to your up and come. Like he's yeah. a terrible fighter, guys. Just book him. Your guys will be fine. Yeah. Nothing will happen. And
3: if, and if you've got a fighter that loves BLM and hates anyone who doesn't. He hates BLM. So you should definitely
0: mm-hmm.
3: definitely get a grudge match and then put mm-hmm. that on the, you know, top billing so that yeah. uh let him Rame- lean into that. Where yeah, he decapitates te- your opponent.
1: That's where you're like, uh, no, he's a terrible fighter. He's got a glass jaw. so He's so a bad get, person. he back and win. Yep, terrible. Like, just, just that's it. <laughs>
3: terrible person. Like, well, actually, we, we swear on here, right?
1: Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, all the time.
3: Terrible, terrible, you know, uh, pattern of fucking people's wives, too. Yep, he's just a bad guy all
2: yep. around. He actually so doesn't
3: it. even know how to box. We just yeah. throw him in there.
1: That's it. Yeah.
3: Yep. <laughs> he's been getting it. lucky thus far.
1: <laughs> it's It's those moments that you're like... That that's the problem. You just gotta turn around. When someone's that good, you have to sell them by like, no, no, no. He's got a glass jaw and a limp. Like that's all yep. you have left.
3: <laughs> he's walk he's still I mean, he's still in that in that place that I mean I've seen this movie plenty of times where they're gonna be like, Oh, who's he fought? And it's like, Yep, you're right. Just look at his record. Don't watch the tape. Don't watch the tape. Yep. Yep. Just look at his Yeah, you're right. He hasn't fought anybody. Don't watch the tape.
1: Don't watch the <laughs> tape. <laughs> don't look. Don't look. Just, just, yeah. just go with, it. just don't time.
3: do any research. Go into a He's headstrong. He's so he nasty, this. dude. He's yeah? so yeah. nasty. I sent, I sent a video of him fighting a Chael and Chael was like, Jesus, man. He's like, you might actually have something here. I was like, I know it, dude. I know it. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. He, you mentioned,
2: uh, you mentioned Chael, Chael Sonnen, correct? Correct. It was this for one for him as an example. Have you got to meet other like, what, basically, what has it been like to kind of meet all these super big
3: people in the fight industry? Amazing, exactly. like basically if, if I, you know, it was like, all right, so you start the channel. How do you visualize success? You know, like if you make it, what does it look like? And I would have been like exactly what's happening right now is, is what I visualized as like my kind of best case scenario. Me Like me texting with Chael about the dude, this huge, you know, up and coming fighter that I'm now, you know, helping manage, uh, you know, Bisbing's my buddy. Anthony Smith's fighting tomorrow night. You know, I hung out with Ali Abdelaziz in Miami. I, I sat front row at Cage side for two eighty-seven. I'm fist bumped Mosfidal after he retired. Like basically everything that I visualized in the best case scenario was like, what is happening now? And I am not one of those people that's like where this is like lost on me, you know, where it's like, yeah. Like I'm I, I realize exactly what's happening and I am incredibly grateful. But I definitely work my fucking balls off to get here. Oh, so but that's it. Oh, right. You
1: you visualize and you see where you're going, yeah. but you still gotta work your ass off. Like that's I get on people oh, for that sure. all the time. They're like, I've got this dream board. I'm like, no, I'm all for visualization, man, but the work has to be there, and you've definitely put in the work.
3: Yeah, and the visual I mean the off. the vision board's important. You visualize the end game. Yeah. But that's kind of like this, like this kind of uh that's there. That, that's there, basically, for you to build. You like to have, like, I have faith that this is where we're going to end up. Yeah, and that's the amount of effort. Like, that's 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 the only reason that's there. Day to day, you work and you're focused on improving small incremental goals. Where it's like, try this, see if it works. If it works, try more of that. Does it work better? And it's just, you know, it's like day by day, inch by inch. I mean, I've done i've done let me see let me see i think i've done on my channel i have uh 1300 videos on jesse on fire in three years and then man. uh that's a lot yeah too. and then on my other cha- i mean i've done i don't know maybe 1700 total videos or something like that in
1: three Dude, years that's Holy a lot moly. of work man
3: yeah
2: that's that's in- insane and you know it's funny i think i have a similar amount of videos but mine are like they're shorts you know the tiktok you're doing full length
1: videos yeah. i, I, I yeah. can
2: sit and put your videos on background as i listen to you that's how long they can be sometimes you know that's yep. insane for you to put out that much content
3: in such. that's a short the goal time. actually What you just described that's the goal so i want that like that's how i want it to be because like that uh the youtube algorithm is is uh is driven primarily by two things which is click rate so how many times yep. people click on your stuff and then and then the amount of time that they average watching a specific yeah. video. And so if you make it like that, where people just put it on in the background and you get, you, you know, the average view up to 10, 11 minutes, then they will show it to a lot of people. Well, yeah,
1: Your voice, Jesse, is the background in our house. He has it on 24-7. Like, I can always hear your voice.
3: But I think That is welcome. legitimately like the, the best compliment that anybody can give <laughs> me. And thank you very much. Oh, That's absolutely. Like, yeah, because I have, I have channels like that, and they are my absolute favorite channels, like that I can just kind of put on, and people tell me that they listen to me to go to sleep, and I'm like, and that, to somebody who doesn't do that themselves, that would probably sound weird because I'm kind of like a, I don't know, I, I try to like be at high energy, but I completely understand that. That's exactly how I am. Like if it's someone that I like listening to, I put them on and they put me to sleep. It's like because uh, I can just listen to them and stop thinking about shit myself. That's fair. They can kind of just zone out into what you're saying. Yeah. Which is very helpful for a spaz minded (laughs) person like me.
1: (laughs) So one of the questions we got last time, and I'm going to go through a few of those, because I swear if we get talking again and don't ask you the questions, our audience will revolt. Let's do it. Okay. Who is the weirdest fighter you ever met?
3: Ooh, the weirdest fighter I've ever met Diego, but I love him.
1: Yeah. He's, he's very sweet, but Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's one of those completely understandable. But yeah, I get that.
3: Weird in the kind of way that you want to, like, he's like a good dude. He's a really good person.
1: What's the worst experience you've ever had with a fighter? You don't have to say who. They want you to say who. I'm saying you don't have to. (laughs)
3: Like a UFC fighter or any just fighter fighter? Let's go with any fighter. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, Tim Kennedy uh i did two back-to-back rounds with him grappling and and he's the heaviest motherfucker on the history ever and he knew that i wanted him to submit me just so i could get him off me and so he didn't and so i had to wear him like fucking backpack that was uh putting me in a half nelson and half strangling me for about 12 minutes and i wanted to fucking die so that uh, was uh he's an animal dude and he's one of those guys that like, you know, he can feel when you're breaking and he just likes, he'll just break you. He won't submit you. He'll just let you like, he's just like daring you. He's like, are you going to tap to exhaustion? You fucking pussy. What are you going to do? When <laughs> <laughs> he's an he's, I mean, he's a great dude, but yeah, wearing him as a backpack was, was rough. Fair enough.
1: Who do you think is the most overrated fighter?
3: Current.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Hmm.
3: Man, I don't want to answer this at all. <laughs> uh,
1: if if it helps, most of our listeners are from like Hollywood. They're how about awesome. how about
3: Luke be- Rockhold mm-hmm. in bare knuckle boxing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> in a was-
3: <laughs> bare knuckle boxing. They're, they
2: had there. I was seeing online some high hopes for his fight against. Dude, uh, I thought he was going to
3: win. Yeah, I did. I was like, Luke Rockhold against against Mike Perry? Dude, those guys could fight 10,000 times in MMA and and Mike Perry would have no chance. But fuck, man. You take away the kicks and the grappling and Jesus. I mean, I knew, but I will say I knew knew 20 seconds into that fight that Luke was going to lose. You could just tell, like you could always tell when you take away the other weapons and these MMA guys who go in and they box, they just fundamentally do not keep it tight like a boxer does. It's like they throw, you know, it's like, okay, if you just isolate them throwing a jab, you're like, okay, that punch looks good. But if you watch them move, you know, some guys, you could just see instantly it's like, oh, they're not used to not being able to mix in grappling or kicks or whatever, because they're wide open to get clipped. And it was like, and that's exactly what Luke Rock, like Chad Mendes, he looks great as a boxer. Now, the reason why he in my opinion, didn't win the Eddie Alvarez fight when he clearly looks like the better boxer on paper is he's incredibly predictable. Like he's not, you know, Eddie Alvarez is, is doesn't look as clean or crisp and is not kind of operating out of a, uh, you know, a much more kind of sound defensive foundational position, but he is setting traps and he's trying to catch patterns. And he's not doing the same things over and over. It's like, Chad Mendes has, like, the same thing that he does over and over. He looks fantastic when he does it, but after the first round, it's like, oh, this is all he's doing. You know, like, this is literally all he's going, this is all he's doing, and he just does it over and over and over. But, like, at least you can see he has sound foundation where Rockhold didn't. I knew he was going to lose instantly, like 20 seconds in. and I was really confident he was going to win before the fight.
1: All right. I'm going to say this. We're going to go to break in just a sec. Our giveaway this week is from Off-Road Rentals. It's an ATV ride. If you guys would like to win that ATV ride, explain to me what the fuck Jesse's talking about. <laughs> um, I love you, Jesse. I'm like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. Bear can that. explain I it to you. Excellent. <laughs> I was like, I'll win the ATV No, no, no But You're not getting the ATV ride. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Jesse you find a question on any of your videos i'm going to go make people watch it and dig for it and then they can win an atv right so what do you want to ask everyone they got to look in your videos.
3: Uh, what is if nate diaz tests positive for marijuana in his boxing match against jake paul what is the mandatory suspension
1: oh i like that so go into jesse's thing check it out to watch his videos, and you got to send me the link because I don't trust y'all not to Google it. So send me the link, show me which video you watched, put that in, and you can win an ATV ride for off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California. And we're also doing a giveaway on a trip to California. We'll be talking about that more when we come back. Make sure you are following Jesse on Fire, guys. He is fabulous. If you want to know anything about MMA, anything about boxing, anything about sports, like as much as I'm teasing him here, I watch him and I understand him, and I'm, like, sports retarded. So No, we'll you're be not. I, I know, a little bit. Shh, 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 Don't tell anyone. I just want them to follow you. Um, <laughs> guys, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be back on with Jesse on Fire, and, of course, my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage who's in his pajama pants right now, Bear Fjorda. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating
3: talk gets those synapses in your firing really fast.
0: All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's one 866 472 You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com Now let's go back behind the scenes.
1: G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and i got to tell you, after that break, I understand so much more about boxing. If you guys want to understand more about MMA, about boxing, make sure you are following Jesse on Fire. We are on, of course, I just said it, with our very special guest, Jesse on Fire, and of course, my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, who, where are your shoes?
2: They're around.
1: Bear Fiora. G'day, guys. Welcome back to the show.
2: Hola. Good to have you back, man. So listen, I actually was thinking about this while she was asking you those last few questions and you mentioned Nate Diaz, what do you think about the recent uh, street brawl kind of controversy going on with him?
3: Oh man, so the have you seen the uh, the newest video, the one that Nate released himself that had the second angle where you can see uh, where you can see much better what actually happened? No, no, just that first one yeah so the in the in the first one it looks like the guy is like hey man i don't want none and then nate just chokes at him like that's not what happened at all like this dude first of all it rodney peterson the guy who's the uh logan paul lookalike he's he has an oh i mean he's he has five mma fights uh and then he also has 18 uh smooth comp jujitsu fights that's just smooth comp so that doesn't even include like ibjjf if he's fighting there so like this guy, like the idea that he just like grabs some civilian and choked him, is ridiculous. Now he's a blue belt. He's obviously he's obviously no match for Nate Diaz, but he has fought in the cage five times. And when you watch this the video now, when you have all angles, like Nate, and when these guys all start fighting, Nate actually walks behind the bouncer trying to avoid. And that guy sees Nate and literally beelines to him. Like be this guy for sure. Keep in mind he's a, he's a Logan Paul impersonator. Like. He clearly so, is the dude trying to go viral. Like, he, you could just, just see in his face, like, trying he to thought it his was his moment off. to go viral. Like, like he's, he's just he's trying thought to make he's his just bones. Gonna get to Starch Nate.
1: Oh, that's dude. So he's just trying to make his bones off. Nate. That's really fucked up. I hate when people. Well, do
3: that. Nate choked him to death. So,
2: well, good. I am I have yeah. no
1: problem with that now. So okay. when he
2: stuck his hands up, like, no, I don't want this. And it was that after he initially ran up on Nate. Like, now he's trying to back out of the situation. No, or... He
3: walked up on Nate and put his hands up and then was walking forward. He was going to he was going to try to sneak like sucker punch.
2: Oh, Nate. And Nate oh, was like,
3: a... yeah, dude. He's like, you have any idea how many street fights seven in? Yeah, right. He just snaps not, not his neck and then choked him unconscious yeah. in five yeah. seconds.
1: That's that's good.
3: A good in that case.
1: Happening. And then he like, qu- and then he the
3: softly head. set him down too. If he would have just dropped him when he was unconscious like that, he could have really hurt him. Like apparently the guy you know hurt the back of his neck. But if you actually watch the video, Nate set him down. You know,
1: he was just choked by Nate. Like, come on, why would the back? Of course your neck hurts.
3: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Well, to he, he hit, hit his drop. back of his head on the cement apparently, and like. But dude, Logan Paul said that he was going. He offered to fund that guy's lawsuit. I think he's just trying to get headlines. He wouldn't actually, yeah, of course, of course he is. no. Well,
1: his brother, Jake. So what is it? It's uh, Jake the Raper is trying to fight Nate Diaz anyway. So yeah, they, they are so, fighting.
3: They I, are I, know, set, I, I don't
1: know. So it's, it's like. You guys I, I, should
3: go, dude. I'm. Uh, I have an entire row. The uh, the sixth row, uh, ringside. We got a big group going. So you guys should go, dude. It's gonna be, be fun. I'd
1: interested in that. We can call it PFL. Who's uh
3: what company is putting it on? MVP and uh, Nate Diaz. So Diaz's uh, boxing outfit and MVP, which is Jake Paul's. Okay, but we got to go sit. So, on, oh, interesting. Okay,
1: we got to go sit with Nate Diaz's people because I hate Jake Paul. Yeah,
3: I wouldn't he's go. So through. Nate is going to make a fortune on this fight. This thing I is know, just I'm sure. a trending super big, and he's he's the co fifty fifty promoter. He's going to make Ooh. ridiculous money.
1: Okay, we should definitely absolutely that
2: let's do it. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I I thought for a while this was going to be an MMA fight between the two, and then I was kind of disappointed mm-hmm. when they announced that it was a boxing I wanted match. I want to fight
1: Sam Alvey. Sam, so we were talking to PFL. I want Sam Alvey to fight Jake Paul, except apparently Jake Paul is pissed scared of Sam Alvey because Sam Alvey used to train uh, Logan Paul, and it he beat scared the up. shit out of Logan Paul, and now Jake Paul doesn't want to fight Sam Alvey. I'm like, well,
3: Sam is one of those guys that stands and trades when he mm-hmm. fights in UFC, but, like, someone who's trained with him knows that he could grapple fuck Jake if he wanted to. Oh,
1: my to. God. yeah, like, <laughs> But he won't. Well, he punched Logan Paul, and now Jake Paul won't fight him. Man up, Jake. Fight Sam Alvey.
3: He, I think he's more – I honestly, if, if Alvey didn't have a ground game, he'd be a perfect guy for Jake to start with. But right? he does. And if you've no, no, trained no. – it's too bad that they've trained with him
1: because then up. they would know. Sam Alvey yeah, now has point. a glass jaw. You can totally yeah. knock him out. Oh, you have, I promise we- I could promise
3: you, uh, you Alvi does not want Jake on a pure standard like Jake's nasty no he take
1: him people. I talk to Sam he'll take him anyway well Sam will <laughs> like,
3: just take him down he'll now, take it. like no no, wrestle, no no he'll wrestle fucking. him, him. However. Yeah. Shh.
1: no Sam can't Jake will win shut up go with me <laughs> <Yeah>. here
3: <laughs> let's just dude, let's I want to see it. Logan I want to see Logan fight MMA dude like he's got you yes. know he trained with a- Paul he's got a complete game dude Paulo Costa's yeah. coach was like I this this kid could be pro
1: yeah quick really, really okay but yeah. with, with...
3: is he looking into do we know if he's looking into any aspects yeah, of
2: doing that at
1: wwe i don't know dude do
3: i just i think he's got so much money now that it's like it's like hey do you want to fight he's all i don't know maybe i mean dude <laughs> prime like prime that that like my daughters come home they're all daddy can we have some fucking prime i'm like shut up no <laughs> And it's like, the, not because I like I got nothing against Logan. It's just like, they, they love it, it. And then like, they're, they're, it's the official drink of the UFC. Like him and KSI have the world by the balls. That's a bil- multi-billion dollar company now.
2: They sold out so fast in England. You have people scalping Prime for hundreds of mm-hmm. dollars a bottle. Yep.
3: The bottom is. line is if you've got reach like those Two guys and an actual identifiable Brand and you can't figure out a way To turn that into millions and millions And millions and millions of dollars then you're a Fuck up that doesn't deserve the platform
1: I agree that is the best can I quote That and I, I swear yes. I'll, I'll say absolutely it you. Like I'm talking at Comic-Con I am Quoting that exactly and I'll put Jesse on fire Under it like that is You can even perfect. steal it
3: and take it as your own
1: You're saying that now I'm putting T-shirts <laughs>
2: It's a strong fact. <laughs>
1: I'm putting yep. that on T-shirts. That is that is the best way I've ever heard it put. So it's just, you-
3: it is what it is. I've always said that about people who get who get like big platforms and don't, and then they're like, "I'm broke." I'm like, "How is that even possible?" <laughs> like, I the so when I first realized that I'd like actually built a little bit of profile in in you know this niche was uh, I went to UFC 271 with Gabrielle, and we got approached by a lot of people, and I was like, "Holy shit!" People actually like know who we are and so on the way home i couldn't stop thinking i was like i've been talking shit about people if they can't if they can't figure out a way to you know do business if they have a platform and i'm like so what do i do and so immediately i just started buying big blocks of tickets and then hosting these uh these groups to these events you know like i mark up you know obviously mark up the tickets and it's like an experience they get to go with me and gabrielle fans the channel and you know we turned into a business instantly
1: that is bloody genius
3: very simple too.
1: Bloody genius. Okay, I don't understand it's, it's why more clever. people don't do it. Um, I think it's different. Like I think it's different for every person. Like, I'm I'm gonna throw you under the bus here, Snuggy Bear. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> like he's the one that goes out and he's like, Okay, I got a bunch of I got this company to give me like four hundred boxing gloves and clothes for, for kids because he's really into the charity thing. Or yep. you find like, um, you know, you you find everyone that can do this, but then I I meet some of these guys you train with. So I guess it's the guys you train with that I'm throwing under the bus that are like amazing fighters but won't build a platform won't do any of this stuff and i'm like you guys are morons it's
3: not that it's like it's not it's kind of hard to build a platform, even if unless they're like really kind of top tier guys then it kind of builds itself because the ufc almost builds it for him but like well yeah there's an art to it and you know it's like that's why like but that's why a guy l- like conor mcgregor comes like once in a million where it's like he's got the complete and total package he can cool. fight his ass off and he can talk on the mic Andy's great at social media and it's like it's it's hard to usually get the like the a total package John Jones has it too yeah
1: a lot of John these O'Malley. labels though are saying now they won't take fighters that don't have a following because one of the things they said from the marketing teams and I know the UFC said this PFL said this Bellator said this um, they don't want to bring these guys on that already aren't posting because when they tell them to for the sponsors they're finding the guys that didn't do it first won't do it later and don't do it right yeah so they're looking yep. for the guys that really are the complete package. Now, Connor was genius. He put together documentaries on himself before he was anyone. Like he Absolutely was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Like, freaking brilliant. And it's the
3: best documentary ever. The best yeah, sports documentary ever. Notorious. Yeah.
1: Ever.
2: It's very good. Really good. Not to mention, when you have a high when you have a high profile, when you have a lot of followers, that is a good sell to a company because you can then say, hey, I've got this millions of people, these hundreds of thousands of people who watch me on a regular basis who will buy your tickets. Yep. Uh okay. if you have me
3: fight.
1: I think the moral of the story is that means Jesse needs to start fighting.
3: Oof. Just do you I mean, think it was like out, some like, so, you know, some mm. like influencer clash and it was like someone yeah. that I'm going to beat for sure. I'm not uh, you know. You I'm not really
1: definitely... looking for like
3: a really really tough no. match against someone who actually knows how to fight. Like just put me with some loudmouth fuckhead that I can starch.
1: Okay, hear, <laughs> hear me hear me out on this. Um like unless it's Conor McGregor just cuz anyone that fights him makes bank. Uh, you probably shouldn't be fighting those guys, but like YouTube.
3: Fights. Oh, I'm not talking about those guys. I meant like some <laughs> other YouTube asshole.
1: But that's it. Like, why not? Why not the YouTube fights? It pays bank. You got a big following. You're yeah. cute. I that's mean, it depends on
3: it would depend on who it was, and it depends on the money. I mean, Jesus, they want to pay me a half a million dollars. I'll fucking go fight whoever.
1: Okay, so you're hearing that YouTube pay him money, and he will go fight. And by yeah. the way, but and Jesse's terrible. He's got a glass jaw. Oh, <laughs> like, uh-huh. Jesus. Bullshit. I'm telling like, anyone I they like, they put me like, in a JITS terrible. match.
3: All I do is train JITS. So, like, I actually might be able to put up quite a showing without even having to completely switch up how I train and going back to stragging. He's strategy.
1: never done Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> never. Jesse, <laughs> you're doing this wrong.
3: I know um, all the influencer clashes are always boxing, but, uh, <laughs> but that's what I used to do. So
1: No, break, you didn't. Break, you break didn't. the you never mold. Did- no, he's never fought at all. Put him with someone easy. Damn it, Jesse, you're doing this wrong. Um, so for you, when you see these fights and you see these guys, it's one thing with someone like you, you you've boxed, you do jiu-jitsu, like you're, you're an actual badass talking about sports. But a lot of these guys that do it have never trained, have never, have never been in a fight, are now kind of moving into this field talking about these sports. How do you feel about that? People that kind of. I I honestly think I think that
3: I don't think there's anybody who gets big who doesn't know what they're talking about. And uh, I honestly think that more than anything, what determines people's success has way more to do with their ability to be charismatic on camera than it does. uh, I agree with that. You know, like a deep knowledge. Because like the thing about it is like the deep fight knowledge. Like that shit's covered, dude. Go watch. Go watch Dan Hardy. Like go watch. You know, go watch one of these guys that do these like really complicated breakdowns. You know, it's. I mean, they those guys do an excellent job. It's about. I mean, ultimately, it's all entertainment. You know, I mean, it's that's. It's about entertainment. Now, obviously, if you don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about, you can go on and be an enter- as entertaining as possible. And people are like, "This guy's a fucking idiot." But like, uh, that could be a shtick know, in of that, itself. Yeah, it could. Yeah, that's true, dude. You go on and just like just talk utter nonsense, like a person <laughs> no idea what they're talking about, and just like, butcher yeah. it for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you see the guy Derek, uh, the, from Better, that asked Nate Diaz the question in the in the press conference? Oh, uh, we, we were talking
2: it? about at, at lunch today after the weigh-ins. He asked, you know, hey, if your brother gonna box, I can smoke him or whatever. Is the funniest ridiculous. thing ever because
3: Jake Paul for sure put him up to that. You could tell by his reaction. And yeah. that kid, he's like a hundred. And they're also launching an online show for that kid called Everybody Hates Derek, and it's brilliant. Like it went viral. The guy, like it yeah. got, it's just on TikTok. That video got. Forwarded seventeen thousand times twenty as of twenty four hours ago. It had like six and a half Jeez. million views. Yeah, he goes up. He's like, he's all, hey Nate, you know. So I'm trying to get on this undercard. He's like 120 pounds. He's like, I'm trying to get on this undercard. And, you know, I was wondering, is your brother Nick gonna fight? Because if he fights anything like you, I bet I whip his fucking ass.
1: <laughs> And then silence. It's, funny.
3: it's like, so funny, dude, because like Nate literally is like, dude, you know, my friends can see you, right? Like Nate can't he, like Nate's So confused. He's like, is this guy suicidal? Does he not understand what kind of crew that I'm with <laughs> or what? It's,
1: it's
2: so like, funny. I think they did. They had there was some kind of post talk where he's talk, uh, saying how he changed up his clothes or wore a hoodie or whatever to walk out of the yeah, arena. He was
1: actually worried about walking out of the arena because he did that. So he changed and, up his clothes and left.
3: Saying saying that he was scared and then doing an apology video, all that does is stretch out the story. All oh, calculated, brilliant social media mm-hmm. management. Brilliant. I good agree. decisions all around right there.
1: Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's it really is good. And like I said, I know Jake the Raper is doing this. Um, Are you
3: saying Jake the Raper? Yes. Is he a raper?
1: Uh well, he's he, been he, accused he of has, sexual assault three times. I think of- the
2: the way I put it is he's got numerous allegations. And when you have one, you might have really? to say yeah. yeah. When you have maybe one, you have the say of, OK, it's the one she might be looking for clout. Then you got two and you're like, well, two people. I'm a big I'm a big, well-known guy, maybe three people, four people, five people. There, that's, that's all I'm point. aware of is five. But at what point does it stop becoming an accusation? And, what, and does it start becoming, hey, he may have a bit of a problem when he gets around See, a young woman?
1: What did it for me was I talked to one of the girls. We were going to have her on the show. that he assaulted. She gets on the phone with me to talk about it and she just cries for like 45 minutes. I'm like, no, nope, oh, really? having you on the show. We'll pay, we'll still pay for your counseling, but I'm not having you on the show.
2: It was and this, she'd oh already God, canceled she's a her baby, This girl. It was a young, yeah. the, I think That's, the one we were talking to is a young girl. She had like colored hair at the time or whatever. And yeah, yeah met, I'm looking at it right now. Like, she looks like she's
3: 15 years
2: old. She was. She all had, those girls
1: were underage. And and
2: I, she had a big follow. She had like 500,000 people following her when she made this video and now she has nothing. She, she canceled she social media. She tanked her own career because quit. the amount of hate and backlash and she got we from it.
1: offered to have her on the show and I'm talking to her and I talked to her I'm like, honey, are you going back to social media? She's like, no. I'm like, then don't bother. It sounds fucked. We could have got views out of it, but I'm like, don't come on my show. Go get some candles like this is enough.
3: yeah don't put yourself through it
1: yeah I was like don't don't bother she's like well you know I'm worried that um, he's gonna do it to other people I'm like then sue him but but don't don't do this in public don't try and fight this in public he's very popular I, it sucks to say it that way to this girl but I was like don't like she was willing to come'm like uh-uh, we're not doing that.
3: have you seen these text messages that uh, between her and Jake? Yeah, no, yeah I, he put I out haven't. some edited
1: versions, and then she sued over it. They're in court right now. Oh, so great. she had text messages. He had text messages. He put out edited versions, and then she sued him over the edited ones.
3: Good Lord. Oh, really? So, that, so they're saying that these screenshots are fake?
1: Completely faked. Interesting. There, there was a whole bunch of stuff to it. So that's why it's actually caught up in litigation right now. And then he ended up from rumor has it, I got to say, allegedly, he ended up paying her out. And
3: if if he faked these, okay. so like if these text messages, if these text messages are real, pretty much exonerates, Jake, if they're
1: fake, that's That's, pretty damning,
3: because why would you fake text messages? Pretty much. Right. So
1: apparently what was what was the date of them because they were dating before this happened. So it was the day. that changed. They this was a girl that he was dating before. No,
2: no, no. You you think of the wrong oh, girl.
1: yeah, that's the wrong girl. Sorry. No, so this that, girl, that was the other girl. This
2: sometime. girl made the accusation that they she went to a party. She was up in one of his rooms on the second or third floor, and he'd come in and just like sexually face popular. face banged her right out the gate, and then left. That was her accusation.
1: That that's she, yeah.
3: Uh, so she like pr- like she acted like she was asleep because she's terrified, and he just was like, yeah. and then he announced. That was one of them. Yeah, and then another
1: one. He had sex with her, but she described the same situation. And then another one, like say, she was
3: at that. He thought she was asleep.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He he. I
2: don't think she he thought she was asleep in this really case. Aggressive. I think she just, she
1: freaked out and didn't know how to handle it. That
2: fight or flight she is freeze moment. Yeah, yeah. she's froze yeah, up. yeah
1: yeah, so that's that's the story. And like I said, it was um th- there's a lot on it, and it's been multiple accusations. And I was kind of iffy. Then I talked to one of the girls, and I was and I've worked in entertainment a long time. This is going to sound really bad. I've been around a lot of girls that have been sexually assaulted. Sure. Um, and it was kind of the point that I was like, oh shit, no, I'm not. It, it would be fucked up to have you on the show. Let's let's just not. Never mind
3: jesus man i like i'm so glad that i didn't get as famous as jake like that young because like
1: yeah you do some it's
3: got to i mean it's like that's got to be confusing it's like you got girls throwing pussy at you all the time and then you're wasted and it's like and then you i mean because like i would imagine he didn't mean anything malicious by this and yet he still maybe assaulted this girl like that's worse like honestly that's worse that's but, the worst scenario. Like if you're like a good dude and you're just blacked out drunk and you're used to like yes, you know, girls say yes all the time and you're just kind of like an in, in Neanderthal mode and you accidentally fucking assault some young girl. It's like that's like my worst nightmare, right? I there.
1: think like I think it was if it was once, I believe in, but because it happened to like three, I think three different women have now have yeah. come out and said it, that's why I'm like, eh. all right guys, we're at the end of the show. Make sure you're following Jesse on fire. Make sure you are following Bear Fiora i'm summer helene we got caught up uh, can we get you back on and talk about this more jesse because
3: yeah
2: for sure yeah
1: i'd love that so we're gonna have jesse on again because i missed most of your questions again i'm sorry guys we got some of them <laughs> got- <laughs> look guys make sure you're following jesse on fire i'm summer helene this is behind the scenes good night